everybody. Welcome to Left Look, the premier podcast from Gato Institute. Today is uh, Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. And we're here bringing you all the best news. I hit record late on that, Julian. You got to remember to fucking rearrange the audios. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good to know. Let me jot that down. September already, eh? I know, right? Just bonkers. Yeah, how did we get here? Where did August go? Honestly, my audio should be two seconds adjusted anyways, because there's a delay, isn't there? Like, I Uh, guess that would fuck it up even more, because then you guys would have delayed responses to responses that aren't there. (laughs) Oh my god, the paradoxes upon paradoxes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's best to just not think about it. Time travel paradox, but contained within an MP3 file. Yeah. As it should be, honestly. They're better that way. (laughs) Jeez. All right. So that, uh that was heavy. Yeah. But not as heavy what? as uh my heart hangs because <laughs> it's been weeks since I've gotten to celebrate the death of Gorbachev on air, honestly. Mm-hmm. So uh I, I come to you with a heavy heart. Sorry that I haven't been able to come with the joyous news that that traitorous fuck is dead. Yeah, we um, kind of we kind of miss pieces in there. Yeah, no, traitorous fuck. That's a that's a tough word, but like he obviously did betray his cause. It's not my cause, but like any sense of the imagination. Like, did he bring freedom to Russia? I think Julian. I I just wanted to talk about this Pizza Hut commercial that I found out he was in <laughs> recently. Gorbachev. I'm talking about Mikhail Gorbachev, yeah. the the last premier of the Soviet Union, and you know that's a terrible fucking title to hold. But anyways. He he was in this Pizza Hut commercial right after the fall of the Soviet Union, and he walks down the streets of Moscow and the Kremlin's in the background, and he's walking with this little girl, and uh, they walk into the Pizza Hut, and they sit down in the corner, and they start eating their meal, and it, the camera focuses to a family that's eating across the diner. And the family begins to argue amongst themselves, primarily between the uh, son and father, and the father uh, is uh, angry that Gorbachev is there. You know, he's brought political instability to uh, to the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, the son is like, he's brought opportunity, right? And they go back and forth on this a couple times. And then, <laughs> and then you know, der- different derivations of those ideas. Yeah. And then the mom goes, let's all relax, right? He brought Pizza Hut. And then the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I I tried to explain it to my mom because I call him a traitor, and my mom is bless her, not the not the smartest of beings, but she helps me gauge where regular people are at, and <laughs> and so she was like, uh, oh I, I don't remember her example, but it wasn't right. So I, the example I said is like if I uh, this would be if like Pope Frank got up and did a gay stripper dance, right? Like, that's what I see that as, the equivalent of to your uh-huh. own cause. If you're the the general secretary of the general secretariat of the Soviet Union, you're the you're the leader of communism. And for you to get into a, a capitalist uh, commercial like Pizza Hut, I, I just don't understand. <laughs> It yeah. make it makes me weep for our cause. I uh, there will there will be no uh, there will be no uh, advances for workers because some fucking moron will always sell us out. Like, <laughs> well, and the worst part is Pizza Hut's not even in the country anymore. So it was all for naught. <laughs> well, I wouldn't Honestly. say that. I I think Gorbachev did that uh, that whole bit for a whole box of pizza. So he won. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. got all you can eat lunch every day. What more, can, what more do you want? What more do you want? I'd sell out for that much. Thing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I don't really know if I'd call him a traitor just because. No, nah, he's like just he weak. He's just weak. He's not a traitor. But the getting he into the, the writing was on the wall. The writing was like not he knew on it was the wall. coming to an end. Writing was not was. on the wall. Come on. They had yeah, there wasn't any wall year. at that point. They, they had knocked they had it down. Written, <laughs> 
<laughs> that was Gorbachev's failure. That was under Gorbachev, and it was because he was weak. Uh, they had 5% growth every year under Brezhnev, right? And then Gorbachev uh, takes over, and he starts on this glasnost and perestroika campaign. And I don't remember what the two words, but they I think they mean something like transparency and reform. Yeah, hmm. I don't know which uh, means that, but that's what they mean. That's what they mean? Something like that. Uh, um, cool. I, I, I know something like that. But anyways, uh, those are great ideas, you know, in a vacuum. But he was the leader of some 300 million people under siege by, I, I don't know what the rest of the world's population was at that time. I assume it was not like 4.7, 5.5, somewhere around there. Billion people, right? Probably. He was outnumbered pretty well, yeah. And, uh, He's like sad that he can't compete with their uh, the consumer goods within the imperial heartlands of that five billion people, right? It's like you don't get to extract from Africa like the uh, the Americans and the Brits are doing, right? So you're gonna compare the consumer uh, lifestyles of the American Empire versus the uh, Soviet Empire, as the Americans like to call them in Russian propaganda. <laughs> then compare what the full empire is, right? Include Canada and Britain and New Zealand and Nigeria and the Congo and fucking South Africa and uh, Peru and Argentina, right? And yeah, then, you uh, can just keep listing every country see... that isn't Russia. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, they're... I'm sure you... All right, yeah, you beat. know, the whole pact. I, I gotcha. Yeah, China. And, like, even that... Uh, me saying that uh, Gorbachev was uh, 300 million people under siege by the rest of the world, right? Is to include China in a capitalist world as early as Gorbachev's fucking fall, which is uh, not okay in many very tanky circles. So that's me divorcing myself from very far left people on air. That's Hooray. Really Congratulations. Really Hooray. <laughs> Well, they'd already done the Dengus thing by then, right? Yeah, they were moving into the like Dengus. Yeah, Dengus. I think that's what Gorbachev was going to try and do. Dengus are traitors, though, right? Like, nobody does, <laughs> nobody fucking bats an eye about that shit, right? I, I mean, I don't know. I think that was maybe a move to keep the ship sailing instead of sinking. Oh, this ship and sailing nonsense, right? Like... How is the ship doing in China right now? Like, it it changed the direction of the ship. It made uh, a class of people more happy. Uh, uh, the entrepreneurial class, the, uh, the, uh, the business class. They are able to make more money, and so they were more quiet and less likely to revolt. And they are the power center of society because they are the ones who have families and connections that are basically like little freeholders of uh, of the little empires that are nation states nowadays, right? That's how you can think of business sections. And that yeah. this liberalization is just an appeasement to them. And it didn't keep anything going, right? It, it changed the direction of the society. No way a true communist nation would build aircraft carriers in this day and age, right? They wouldn't, Marxist-Leninism would not allow that shit. It would be like, that's not an effective weapon, right? And it's an offensive weapon. And Marxism-Leninism is mostly against that. Same thing with the Soviets. They were building fucking Kirov fucking... Uh, I think those are <laughs> yeah. Kirov's, right? The the aircraft carriers so. in, in the 80s, but that's the Gorbachev. Well, the one. That's... You pluralized it there, but I think there's just the one. Is it the... Well, they also sold one to India, and they still have one. So That's true, yeah. So I think they... Uh... Yeah, but anyways, maybe I did just undermine my whole argument completely. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we could probably do a whole episode on why the USS Gar is... USSR is gone and why China's still here, but that would be an undertaking that I'm not prepared for. Yeah, uh, I would just, if we do circle back to it, I'll just uh, put my opinion out right now that it's because uh, the uh, the Chinese made a deal with the Americans and the, uh, the Americans needed them uh, to 
obliterate the Russians who had dared to challenge their prestige. And as soon as that was done, they've moved on to numero due and we're in the midst of the destruction of the Chinese communist state right now, which will be yeah. complete soon. <laughs> <clears throat> and you have no nuts left to bet on that. No, no, unfortunate. For he doesn't crowd. need to. He knows it's going to happen. No, wait, wait, wait. I got, the, I got the left. I got the left nut back. Didn't you see the news? What? Wait. Some judge out of nowhere. I don't even know what her title was. She issued uh, an, a command that all these documents had to go back to a special master to be reviewed, right? Oh, okay. Which means nothing, right, in and of itself. <laughs> but uh, timing is unfortunately a thing, right? And as soon as these midterms are over, come October, November, whenever they are, I think they're no early November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, Trump's allowed to run for president again, and then he's really untouchable, right? There's like a sacrosanctness to people who are running for a high executive office because to move against them is seen as political violence and can always be decried as such, you know, decried as. That would rile up his fans more than anything else. Exactly, exactly. Fuck that. (laughs) <laughs> so anyways he's not going anywhere and jake gets to keep his left nut he ain't going to prison <laughs> nice all right what else is in the news this week you guys got a bit you guys want to do um uh, i don't have a bit but man y'all y'all notice there's no acorns no i, I did, did not that. know that notice that there's I haven't found a single acorn yet this year. I even had to look it up. Well, hey, when do acorns drop? Supposed to be right now. I've gone on several hikes through different forests. I've looked at all the oak trees nearby. I can't find a single acorn. I'm going to look up acorn shortage. Huh. You know, before you guys hit me with the real answer, I just want to say I lied, and there is actually an oak tree dropping acorns near my house. Ugh. Yeah, sorry. The, wait, there is one or there is not? There, there is, is one. There is an acorn shortage. Yo, can you so can you get me some? <laughs> I can try. I think the squirrels have chewed them up pretty good. Ugh. Yeah, I'll take a look though. If you want, I could use some. I've been doing a project and uh, I just want some acorns. I'm gonna glue some acorns to some sticks and make it look pretty. Yeah. And uh, no acorns. It's hard to do that without acorns. You are our Animal Crossing villager come to life. I God, I wish. I wish <laughs> I just found furniture and trees and, and could sell clams to the local shop for Dosh. God, that would be good. Right? Yeah, now I'm getting all misty-eyed again. <sighs> okay, why, why is there an acorn shortage? Is there... I think it's just environmental. It's really not stated. I think uh, scientists don't really do that kind of fucking, especially tree scientists. They're not that kind of reactive. Yeah, it takes it takes a while for them to figure it out. My initial <laughs> idea is that last season was a mass season, and I'm I I don't want to go on record saying that was the case, but I think it might have been the case. It could be something as weird as like. Uh, oak trees have fucking long-term fucking reproductive cycles that we're not fucking like uh, I don't know aware of not we're like attuned to I should say now yeah that could yeah. be the case from my research depending on variety acorn production either takes anywhere from six months to 24 months but there's no way that every oak tree nearby <laughs> is is in the is in that latter range well then i assume it's environmental yeah it must Water. be it must be something Maybe. well i don't know we'll come back to it we'll come back to it i guess there's no <sighs> answer like i i i can't even muse on it because do, do you <laughs> you're know not a tree scientist yeah my tree yeah riff. if only we had somebody who knew more about trees yeah if only yeah. we have somebody who you know worked do with you... trees <laughs> Who do went to school a lot of, in a building with a big tree. 
do you actually know a lot about trees or did you just BS your way through that degree like I assume? Uh, I know a lot about tree adjacent technology. Yeah, that's the what I thought. Trees themselves are a mystery. You're a really good coder who does things with trees. That's what <laughs> I thought you were, honestly. Yeah, and I am talking about actual natural plant trees, not the data structure. But uh, no, anyways, I do think it is uh, a long-term release. I don't think they drop every year necessarily, but it is strange that you haven't encountered one. Not a single one. Or wherever you are. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, very weird. Super weird, super weird. Um, I'm going to move to the next bit, unless you people are... If you got something to say, go for it. Yeah. If you got something I to got say, to go ahead and say it. Say it to our faces. Rolls up I got something to say. <laughs> Yo, Dre, what up, dog? I got something to say. <laughs> I, I suck. Um, I saw in the news recently that there was uh, a shelling going on. Uh, I think it's still ongoing, actually, near a nuclear power plant. Oof. You hear oh, about yeah. this? In Ukraine. Yeah. In the Ukraine, of course. Right. Um, uh, sorry, I should have mentioned that. The, uh, the power plant is called the Zaporizhia power plant, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I found that so funny in, of it, in and of itself because it's emblematic of how little we know or the public knows, I should say, <laughs> about the war or about the peoples that are engaged in this war, right? And because, uh, you know, there's been like this significant propaganda move to like make the Ukrainians their own people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make them seem like Europeans. Yeah, like it, like this completely divorced thing from the Russians, right? Uh, and it's just not true, and it's just not like borne out by history. But it, in particular, Zaporizhia, mm-hmm. it's not it's not borne out. The last time the Ukrainians were independent, fully an independent nation was when they were under the Zaporizhian host. And the Zaporizhian hosts were Russian Cossacks and runaway criminals who had gathered around this little shit stain of a town and formed their own nation. They're (laughs) Russians, right? They were Russians that ran this place. And before that, the, uh, the the before... Uh, the last nation before that that was independent that ran the Ukraine was called the Kievan Rus mm-hmm. or Kiev led Russia, mm-hmm. right? And th- <laughs> they led the Moscow area and the St. Peter- Petersburg area, right? Like all the heartland Russian areas. Yeah. And then they were conquered by the the Mongols and basically wiped out, except for in the areas where the Russians are. And then the Russians repopulated them. And so I guess they've become a different people in that time span since, right? But that's not very long since the Mongols fucked off, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, brother. That's a solid thousand years almost. No, the Mongols only left, like, sorry, the Russians prefer, uh, refer to it really coolly. I want to I use the uh, terminology. Uh-huh. The Russians only threw off the Tartar yoke in like the 1400s yeah isn't that so cool still that's tons of time i throw off the tartar yoke every time i get fish and chips that's fucking hilarious (laughs) actually i got another another one came to me yeah yeah what's the what's the power plant called zaporizhia zaporizhia i think that's a great name because that's the noise it'll make when a shell hits the right spot i don't get it Zap. Zap. <laughs> I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> it kind of sounds like an automatopoeia. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's I, a stretch. The other one works better. I, I could see I, it in I'm a comic book. I got them both out. <laughs> I could see it being there because you wanted to, uh, you wanted to have a slavicization to the, uh, to the automatopoeia, right? Like a, yeah, a, a bang ski, right? Like a boom ski. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> whatever. But um, it was almost there. How would I give it that? <laughs> yeah, I'll take half points. Yeah. Uh, uh, if I'd followed it with my soundboard, I could have done better. But whatever. 
dude, we should get really into the soundboard thing. My favorite YouTuber now just abuses soundbite con- uh sound bites. There's this one he's taken on uh recently mm-hmm. which is uh Mark Zucker Mark Zuckerberg on the Joe Rogan show. Oh. And uh-huh. and uh he goes, "We've seen a lot of uh um what what's the word uh what's the phrase? I don't want to fuck it up." Um Fuck, you guys talk. I gotta fucking think. Inauthentic behavior. Something inauthentic behavior. Uh, co- targeted, coordinated. Coordinated, inauthentic behavior. Uh, and he'll just okay. hit that fucking sound button anytime somebody's fucking <laughs> lying on fucking. He'll, like, he'll be watching Ben Shapiro or something like that, and he'll just hit that. Co- 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 Coordinated inauthentic behavior. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Tough to compete with that. Yeah. I just have fart with reverb here. Next time Jacob starts spreading disinformation, she should have that <laughs> line ready. <laughs> yeah. You should have cut me spreading disinformation and just savage me whenever I fuck up in my own bits like that. That would be such a good <laughs> bit in its own show. I think It'd be that... so jarring to use your voice as a soundbite. <laughs> yeah, especially for the audience. No, yeah. I don't think so. You'd especially... have to distort it a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Like give it a mm-hmm. give it that that um, what's the sound effect when you when it warbles? Oh no! Don't make me sound clownish. I was thinking high or low <laughs> it. Like Jesus. No, 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 no. I, I like a, like give it a wah wah or something. You know. Like distort yeah. it. You're evil. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're all evil, dude. We're making podcasts. Yeah, there's I'm no good evil. to be done here. Yeah. <laughs> you're not evil, but what you're doing right now is evil. Alright. I've taken <laughs> the Gorbachev bit and the Ukraine Zaporizhia bit out of the out of the group chat. So okay, Which wait. Will... Uh we're just going to talk about th- they're shelling a nuclear plant and ended at that. Like, what's the? There's nothing's yeah. going to happen, man. <laughs> Do you know what a nuclear power plant is? It's cement that's meters thick, right? It's to prevent nuclear radiation getting out. Uh-huh. Do you know what size of a shell would need to happen to get through meters of concrete? They they would need to drop it from a bomber uh-huh. like ten thousand feet in the air, and it would need to be like thousands of pounds of TNT, like a tall boy from World War Two or okay. something like that. That's saying a one-time you know deal. About Julian? No, I'm saying impossible, not happening. Like that plane flies anywhere, a plane that can carry that thing flies anywhere near the Ukraine right now, gone, dead, yeah, four yeah, pilots. Yeah, yeah. but. The fact that they're shelling a nuclear plant and disrupting energy while Europe's having an energy crisis. No, the fucking the plant's off. It's just like running. Exactly. That's lights. what I mean. It's not. Well, obviously, you're, you're not running a nuclear plant <laughs> while it's being targeted by shells. It's sad that the whole of the Ukraine is not being productive right now. I thought you were talking about like the risk of the nuclear plant. No, no. I'm talking broken. about the targeted energy attack. No, I don't think it's a target. It's just like... A what else would it be? It's a, it's a factory. It's a fortifiable position. That's all it is. It's just like happenstance for. It's really predictable, to be honest. Yeah. Is it surrounded by the UN right now, or did I mishear that? I haven't looked into it in a, in a week or so. I'll, uh, I'll Google it if you guys will keep the, uh, the air traffic rolling. Oh, we can't. We can't keep this ball up. Air traffic. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, we can do air traffic. We just get those... Um, I'm waving my arms around. The flags? I don't remember what they're called. The yeah, but like the glowing stick oh. ones. We definitely keep air The ray flags? Uh, the, uh, CPG Gray just put out, well, just a few weeks ago, put out an interesting video describing why. He's a pretty big YouTuber. Uh, he does kind of educational okay. content on very niche subjects. Okay. Um, I have the information. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just... Al Jazeera tells me that the from seven days ago that both sides have agreed to allow inspectors into the plant from the UN. Great. Well, that's good news. I yeah, think. What does that mean? Yeah, like I said, 
they're just going to keep running it. I think there are Ukrainians running it right now. Uh -huh. could, could be Russians. It doesn't matter. Whoever has it is going to keep running it, and they're going to keep having it. And it's fine, because like I said, it's a fortress. It's It needs to be a fortress, because there's nuclear material on the inside. Uh -huh. it, it might hurt people if it gets out. And so so getting in is hard. Right. I. I so I don't know how else to explain that. I, you don't need not to explain. I'm not worried about the integrity of the of the nuclear power plant at all. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that. I, th I thought you were still there. <laughs> no, I I'm, I'm, whatever. Even if it does blow up, man. Shit. We're overdue, honestly. No, we're not. Do you know that, Fukushima was so long ago? I saw the the predictive patterns of what would happen if that happened, uh, and it was like apocalyptic for eastern europe not ukraine like romania mm -hmm. hungary poland it was like the end of the fucking civilization over there oh they've walked off one meltdown they could do it again jesus though no, it was something about the air streams it's more to the south or something like i don't i'm not an expert but i i yeah. i do know lots about bombs and <laughs> that shit is not happening there the size mm -hmm. of what a, a mortar shelling is is nothing it's it's two guys maybe 10 guys on either side fucking trying to kill each other it's they don't use mortars any anymore do they yeah mortars are a weapon of the uh, of the future you know what i mean no you got to you got to be kill sorry you got to be able to kill without being seen uh, that is the key to modern warfare yeah that goes You're without the... saying but I, but i thought mortars themselves as opposed to artillery were pretty outdated no because mortars are small infantry weapons and especially in urban combats or factory combats uh, semi semi-urban combats you can dig a little hole you know spring up out of a little hole fire your little shell almost two kilometers away and then bury back into the ground never to be seen or struck right it's a uh cheap and effective way of fighting you know what i mean and uh, yeah the artillery is a little easier to spot as well and what are they gonna do rush you with a tank you hit them with like a ten thousand dollar missile and then they just spent like a five million dollars on a on a tank that's no good what are they gonna do rush you with riflemen then you're one man in a hole with the machine gun being rushed by dozens of riflemen. And again, you've won the, uh, the material battle, right? It's like when we were playing chess and you said I, you thought I would be really fucking, uh, what's the word, uh, gambling-like? I, like, I, oh, I aggressive? I think I just said I oh. thought you'd be aggressive. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to use audacious, but oh. aggressive is, I think, the word you used, but... You know, I just wanted to grand stage myself a little bit. But, well, uh, I mean, anyways, hey, yeah, no, go ahead and go misquote ahead. me. I don't, I don't mind. I won't be offended. <laughs> the, uh, no, the point is uh, all warfare, all fighting, all strategy is just trying to cover your bases and make him spend, him, the enemy, uh, spend more than you're spending until they give up. Battle of wills, right? And uh, it, it's never, you know, it's over, I won. It's they give up, right? That's that's how fights go on. If, if you think you've just won, then there's still more fighting to come. Like, think about the Germans beating the French in uh, 1940. They celebrate this huge victory. Mm. That's it's bad fucking form. There are more fights to come. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. The, that's how the British... Uh, fight wars that's how the british do politics they're always in war basically with all, uh, everyone that they're in contact with and it's the best way to do politics over the last 500 years you could see and now basically everyone does the way uh politics the way the british used to do politics you know you say one thing you do another advance aggressively all the time trying to gain advantage gain position gain dominance yeah, uh, yeah, and it's worked out for them now because they can't turn their lights on. Yeah, no, the Brits are fucked. They uh, they can't they can't <laughs> turn it off, right? And they're uh, they're stuck by the uh, the vicissitudes or like the the rails of their their machine of state. You know what I mean? Like 
that the kingdom of England needs to be treated as this special sauce in the crown's greater realms is led to its unviability as a nation state and it'll collapse soon and it's you know us and the dominions and the colonies have been saying it for a hundred years that there's too many fucking people there and nobody fucking <laughs> listens but oh my gosh liz yeah. met liz can you believe it liz truss uh, uh, i've watched her do her first first speech the new prime minister of uh the uk mm-hmm. to our listeners yeah. i know who you i know you guys both know i know um but what what list did she meet though the other one. Oh, that list elizabeth <laughs> right, <okay>. the first <laughs> sorry the second yeah sorry, uh, i don't know if she met the first man maybe through a seance <laughs> <laughs> well she maybe met the ship it's probably a greater fucking <laughs> meeting more likely you you had something to yeah, say uh, jacob yeah, sorry, yeah, I cut you off there. No, it's all right. It's not that important. The, I just saw her speak at 10 Downing, the the residence of the prime minister, uh-huh. after she uh, took up leadership. And uh, there was something about the interaction with her husband that just made me fucking sad for both of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just looked at her with such an empty smile that's, that said something to me like, whatever you like dear and he just such knowing gaze that this was to be short term like she's gonna be shooed out of office yeah by (laughs) by a rage of a fucking general election that is soon to come yeah that's gonna be some good drama and if it isn't i'm gonna be really upset i'm gonna riot if their elections aren't full of riots I'm going to be upset. I'm going to go over. Let's go over there. Yeah. Let's no. go over there and instigate riots. Yeah. You've, you've, uh, you've missed. If you think that there's going to be riots in the UK, they've set up, set it up to uh, displace anger and just uh, disperse it. That Keir Starmer guy who is like right of Obama is going to fucking come into power and he's the leader of the labor and that'll fucking settle the fucking nerves of a bunch a bunch of people mm. and then nothing will get done maybe some minor concessions like the nhs is uh given a guarantee or some fucking nonsense like that that they'll say peace in our time about public hospitals <laughs> and then they'll go right back to war yeah and It'll be nonsense, but there will be no riots in the UK. No, of course yeah. there won't be. When when I can't even envision that. Yeah, the uh, they don't let things run that way over there. The uh, it's too close. They don't like it. The <laughs> the rich people that are there. <laughs> Oi, we we're a bit miffed, isn't we, mate? <laughs> Get them yeah, out but, of here. Uh... <laughs> But Downton's on. <laughs> did did yeah. you catch Doc Martin the other week? <laughs> that was a good one. What? Yeah, yeah, mate. What was the reference you were uh, saying? I should no. watch there. Doc Martin. Doc Martin. You've never yeah, seen Doc Martin? No. What is, is that? that? A show? It's a, yeah. It's a it's a it's a British show. It's a British show. It's a, I knew you'd be on, on. I shouldn't have questioned you, honestly. Yeah, uh, I don't. My, I my dad's pretty big into it. The shoe company. Hey, uh, yeah, they had to get their inspiration yeah. from somewhere. <laughs> okay. What else do we have on the chopper? Pakistan's underwater. Ka-chink. Ka-chink. That sucks. Yep. That does suck. It's a big old flood. Hope it gets better for him. Uh, I also, I just, I'm, to think about it, right? Like, I get it's monsoon season, or whatever it is over there. I think it's monsoons. I think that's correct. But, (laughs) you know, okay, for reference, currently, for for posterity and anybody in the future listening to this, we're kind of going through a drought that nobody wants to talk about. And Like, globally? Globally, regionally, more more so, I meant. uh, Regionally. Yeah, it's definitely regionally. Yeah. uh, I mean, I know Europe's got it bad, but where we are, there's... It's been... Like, uh, every year it's going to get worse for Mm -hmm. the next couple decades, right? And this year is slightly less bad than last year. It's Mm -hmm. one of those graph moves, right? 
And so we're all like, huh, it's not as bad this year, but it's going to be worse next year. Yeah. Right? So like, yeah, they're all predicting worse temperatures, less rainfall. But just this this year, we, it was a pretty cool summer. So, hey, global warming doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. Like the, yeah. it was a pretty cool summer. And therefore, the Americans and the Chinese had higher than average yields. Uh-huh. Therefore, no one's going to starve like on a global scale for now. And therefore... And therefore, these like so it is like unlivable in Pakistan right now. Uh-huh. It's so hot is what I was hearing. Yeah, and some other places. Uh, was it Nigeria or Ethiopia? That's on the other side of Africa. So obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're they're quite a ways away. So <laughs> east and west. I I can't remember now. Fuck it. Probably east. <laughs> I I've heard pretty much all of Eastern Africa is just a mess these days. No, that's from war, though. I'm sure you're thinking of... Yeah, war, you know. Probably other stuff. (laughs) I'm thinking of heat. We're thinking about heat. Heat? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you know what scares me about the heat that I wasn't really aware of until I read this book, Ministry of the Future? No, what? There's a point where it's so hot outside that your sweat just ceases to do anything. It's a wet bulb temperature of around 36 degrees, yeah. 37 degrees, which is basically if you take your thermometer and you put a wet cloth on it and blow some wind over it, if it's still above 36, your sweat doesn't do anything. And you're basically just cooking alive very slowly until you die. Yeah. And that's going to be the reality for a lot of people. And that's a fucking nasty way to go, I think. Millions of people. Uh, it was Ethiopia I was thinking of that is ah. experiencing extreme heat. Uh, also, mm. also North Africa, but like always, right? So like, give me a break. <laughs> um, I think of those open open air slave markets in Libya, and then think of the fifty degree heat, and think of like children just like rotting in the fucking sun, and that happens daily. Yeah, we just don't do anything about it. That's Obama disgusting. just gets to fucking make deals with Spotify and things like that. Wins an Emmy. <laughs> Yeah, build a museum. Hate that guy. Yeah, tarred and feathered, that boy. That's what I want for him. So anyways, these monsoons roll in, right? Boy, boy sounded racist. I didn't want that at all. I, I just, I was just... No, it's okay. I got you covered. <laughs> so these monsoons roll in, right? <laughs> uh, but really, Jacob, what like the monsoon. crap? Jake, did you say that live? You're a bastard. <laughs> But anyways, these monsoons roll in, right? Where's all this water coming from? That's bonkers. The Himalayas. You <laughs> I know where it comes from, you dingus. Then why ask? Because okay, how does right, it come right, in such right. massive quantities all of a sudden? That's it's just hot. It gets yeah, hot. Don't it be obtuse. Up. Don't be ridiculous. You could not fathom how much water is falling from the sky we have no point of reference for that magnitude <laughs> of, of knew, earthly I, proportions I, I, just and then suddenly all oh, the ground's gone i do have a fucking point of reference in fact it's the You've sun it's the sun. the sun no, everyone. No, the sun everyone the sun so hot. hot that mean big rain yeah, it gets so hot here that I can't exist outside, and then so cold here that layers of water exist outside. It, it like I understand. I, I get that I don't need to go experience it to get understand the aquadynamics or whatever it's called. You know, hydro. Thank you. The hydrodynamics. For sure. Man's. Uh... It's crossing my gra- Latin and Greek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uneducated like no it Philistine. it is tough to imagine that fucking that much water like i i mean maybe not because i guess we have a ton of lakes and rivers here and that's kind of just what happened there but no that tells me you don't understand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Our lot lakes of wa- and rivers there's are a, where they're supposed to be there's a lot of water here too here we're talking about the world island melting yeah seasonally <laughs> that's how i can break it down in a sentence the biggest landform in the world seasonally melting yeah. oh wait it's all just glacial runoff is that what hit them that's what monsoon season is my guy how could it not be 
It's in the fucking... It's when it's hot. They're south of the fucking... That's where the water comes from. Uh, I I don't know enough. (laughs) Is there a river that doesn't come from the Himalayas in Southeast Asia? Yeah, but I don't think it's... I mean, the flooding occurs in the river, but I don't know if the the water that drives the flooding comes from the Himalayas. I feel like it comes off maybe a warm ocean nearby. Maybe. Maybe I'm talking out my ass. Let's learn about (laughs) monsoons. I mean, it... Either way, it's probably a combination of both. Can, can we get a meteorologist on the show to talk yeah. about this? <laughs> we'll have Tristan on. He can look up the right answer. He's he basically a meteorologist. I'm, yeah, I he's going to learn weather maps. I wanted to add a, a bit where we open with that this show is a, like an, in, a part of our intro, that this show is a dedicated source of spreading disinformation on the internet. And... Uh, <laughs> I just think it's good to fucking admit that we don't have any idea what we're talking about. I <laughs> think that's up to the viewer to decide because that's yeah. uh, if, if I had to write thing... essays where I cite my sources and I have to no 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 dude let me finish so, and I have to say no, no, if people no. are credible then why should people so roll up to our dumb podcast and go I am of trustees I'm a trustees bozos they seem legit. That's fair enough. I, I, I said no, no, because Wikipedia has confirmed me. Monsoons only exist because of the Tibetan Plateau. Oh. Thank God. Thanks, Tibet. Right. It's, I thought like, that's what I was... That was my picture of the Earth. The monsoon season is directly tied to the rising of the Tibetan Plateau 50 million years ago. It was like the first couple sentences I read, and then I set the phone down, confirmed in what I read. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get this man a wiki simple. I uh, I love Wikipedia. I have a couple entries myself. Yo, you you have a you have an entry under your name. Under my name, you're, no. you're famous. Would you edit? God is dead. Is one of mine. What Nietzsche's page? Uh, no, the page on the phrase "God is dead." They had it fucking attributed to some other motherfucker other than Nietzsche, and I went. <laughs> <laughs> and I found the earliest point that he's had it, and I was like, "How dare you steal from my guy?" That I put it on there. <laughs> nice. Get get a load I'm of sure this, uh, Nietzsche Stan. <laughs> he's smiling down on you from heaven. I'm sure. I hate Nietzsche. I hope he fucking stares up at me from hell. But <laughs> there's, I can't help but love Nietzsche's writing, but. Anybody who tells you they're like a Nietzschean or somebody who admires the work of Nietzsche, yeah, like I, I, I like the writing of Nietzsche, but like I'm not a follower or an admirer of the work of Nietzsche. What he, what he was espousing or fucking what he wanted or what he thought the world was like. I mean, even I guess what I, what he thought the world was like is very useful, but like I can't think like him, fucking crazy man he he thought basically the whole world actually i'm probably just as crazy as him now that i'm thinking about yeah it. let's be real yeah he thinks that in all of history basically there like since uh recorded history start uh started there's been like six people like that he would call people <laughs> like uh Ouch. yeah <laughs> And that have had, like, original thoughts and have come up with belief systems and things like that. What, yeah. Was he one of them? Uh, no. Phew. At least he's <laughs> modest. But he, he was, like, the the preacher of doom for the overman, the ubermensch, who was to come uh, tomorrow. You've heard the the God is dead line mm-hmm. before. Have you ever have you ever heard the full quote? Um, I've read the full quote. I've never heard it. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, uh, I don't know it. I used to have it committed to memory. It's powerful. You did the page. You did the Wikipedia page on it. I, I, I used to have it committed to memory. It goes something <laughs> like, God is dead. God remains dead. And we have killed him. And what shall we do? Us murderers or murderers? What uh, spectacles of violence and what? Blood in the uh, gutter. No, what ceremonies of blood will we have to invent 
uh, to have to replace him. Something like that. Something like that. Oof. I'm getting uh, I'm getting Nietzsche and uh, uh, the guy from uh, uh, I can't even remember it. Uh, <laughs> you got no, it. it's gone. I can see it. I can see the graphic novel right in front of me. It's got the smiley face and the blood, and it's about all the antiheroes and Rorschach. What? Rorschach. Watchmen? Rorschach's monologue oh. from the beginning of Watchmen. Yeah, that's it. In Watchmen. Fuck. That was gonna bug me. I kept yeah, saying kick Jillian. ass in my mind. It's not kick ass, Jacob. Kick ass. It's not kick ass. <laughs> no. Inspired by Watchmen, but it's a kick ass quote. Kick ass is inspired by Watchmen, but uh, Watchmen has been degraded so publicly and so repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, in its TV spectacles, that I now rank it among kick ass in its fucking <laughs> cultural like achievement you know i mean i would never reference watchmen to people that i was just hanging out with yeah because they'd be they'd be like fuck that shit basically right yeah and that's so <laughs> sad because the graphic novel i understand is like an achievement of its own but like you know it didn't make it didn't translate no no it really didn't and whether that's up to you know filmmaking or the process or just because the source material really doesn't speak to people very well outside of the niche, you know, of nerds who like graphic novels. Miscreants and ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about comic books. <laughs> I've never even read it. I just, I can hear the appreciation in people's voices when they talk about it. So I got to believe that there's something there. And I, I, I know these people. So it's, they, mm -hmm. I, they have some appreciation of art. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to hate time. on something of Alan Moore's. Who? Oh, I didn't know that was. Good. Yeah, the uh, I'm pretty sure, the illustrator, the novelist. I don't know if he did all the writing. Yeah. Is he? Is, did he do V for Vendetta? Yeah, he's yes. got uh, he's got a few to his name. Crazy, crazy comic wizard. That one really took off in the public consciousness. Yeah. Right? Yeah, in such a terrible way. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know what? That's his fault for doing the the liberal anarchist uh, approach. The uh, sorry, the uh, the lib left. The uh, yeah, the lib left approach to revolution mm. is always going to end up with being co-opted by nonsense and fascists and rightists because it's just it's too highbrow for most people right like it's it's all about these intangible freedoms and things like that instead of just like shit sucks shouldn't shit shouldn't suck you know a yep. message like that <laughs> which i think is the message of the core but it gets lost no. it gets lost in translation what what's uh, the the first uh, introduction between uh, Princess fucking Amidala and him and uh, Elrond when he beats the shit out of those fucking two guys in the alley, and then he does the uh, the speech, the V speech, mm -hmm. where he d uses the letter V over and over again. Voila! In view of this fox, you know, whatever. La 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 la. That speech is beautiful, right? And it's like. It's it's a masterstroke of English, right? Mm -hmm. But it, yeah, it, I just it, fast forward through that part. Yeah, it's got to be completely lost on most people. They they just want to see the fucking the the speech where he looks into the camera and takes over the CNN uh, thing, and he goes, "There's been a problem," you know, and uh, the, 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 <laughs> the people don't know what they're talking about anymore. They they don't talk to each other. I know why you did it. Yeah, uh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, I think I, love I think you movie. do know. I love, I love that movie. I just I don't think people appreciate it. Oh, certainly not. Why. Yeah. Most of the subtext goes over people's heads. It's just. It sucks. It's it's hard to grip the nuance of something like that when most people just see it as an action film with like yeah, political yeah. undertones and like hee like hee revolution. Political. Yeah. I hate the state. Gur, 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 gur. 
Yeah, government bad. Is it's all like, get. this is where we're headed. This is what our ideals should be, right? Like, individually. And so we can resist this kind of future is what the true message is. Right? Mm-hmm. But that's, like, so beyond the achievement of most people, right? Like, they are, they're so downtrodden and so desperate and so tired. How are they going to fucking uphold ideals <laughs> and things like that, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, he mails everybody a mask, right? And if you mailed everybody a mask here, everyone uh, would just throw it out. Exactly. Oh, I got you. I, I didn't think about like, that. This is garbage. <laughs> no. People got to be given a message that is clear and concise. And it, it, it's got to be... It's got to be like build the wall or fucking drain the swamp. It's got to be they, clear. Well, even even that didn't really they, work. They, oh, man. Sorry, I just want to clarify Julian's point because I'm a narc. They mailed the masks <laughs> after they uh, stole public broadcasting and made a that's really true, big point true. that that face, the, the mask face was, oops, I hit my mic, uh, was a really big deal. That's true. So I and you know what? Yeah, maybe if somebody took over CNN or Fox and got a message out like that, man, if somebody took over Fox, I'd just do a little jig in the street, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I think at that point, that's a little victory. We can all be proud of that. <laughs> Even if we'll all see. they do is hijack Fox to play HD reverb part, we're winning. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did it. We sit God, around and talk. HD one. We sit around Sorry. and talk about democracy and like. Uh, what a what a great place we live in but if like the the i don't know the feds the the department of propaganda i don't care who just came in one day and just swept fox you know like put a bunch of their leaders in prison and rep- <laughs> put put all their workers and other jobs scattered throughout the economy mm-hmm. i think that would be like such a win for major global democracy and worker power and things like that like it would it would be such a win for democracy you're talking about doing uh, something though that'll never happen no but like why is well hang on why the government getting rid of fox why not i mean i think that's that's one side of the coin and you need both sides for the coin to work no just mint a new coin it only can't (laughs) it only can't work in the United States, because the state can only ever be people, right? Whereas in uh, the greater commonwealth of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, it's the crown, right? So you can be like, you're always able to appeal to something higher, right? And it's uh. just some, it's just some broad in some chair somewhere. But the the ability to appeal to the state as something higher, and nobody is the state other than this broad in a chair somewhere it means that you're both just appealing to the state and it'll never get out of hand. It'll never get crazy. Everyone will just settle. Hmm. It, it is a, All right. it's a Kabuki style theater that I've come to respect so deeply in my, uh, in my life. And I, I'm a very, uh, contrarian type person. I hate fucking, uh, you know, just accepting things. And I often just seek to fight, things initially like no is my initial is my initial answer to most things right but uh-huh. I've, I've come to really respect the uh the institution of the crown i wish it was uh more rigorous other than that yeah like, well you wish you could seize it i think is what you really wish no i don't want to be the crown <laughs> that's crazy the, I, the crown has no powers the crown has three powers they have the uh, the right to be consulted, the right to advise, and the right to good government. And I think that that last power, if enacted by somebody like William or Charles, they could say, "Well, I'm not being governed. Uh, I'm not being represented well by this mu- uh, multitude of fucking governments around the world. I need one government, and then that would provide great stability around the world." But you know, that's a it's a hot take. I uh... <laughs> yeah, I need oven mitts for that yeah. one. Yeah. Oof. Ouch. Careful. I don't know the Zabiska. The, the uh, I talked about this last week. I think the 
the episode that never went up. I, I wanted to do a bit no, of No, it's up now. It's up now? I'm going to listen yeah. to it later. I love listening to them and just hating on my own voice. I just... I'm glad. Honestly, it is. it does feel nice knowing that somebody will at least listen to it and tell me if something is horribly wrong with it, because I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to. Sorry. You told me you listened to him, DJ. You're a liar. What? I have not listened to a single episode. <laughs> not one? Not a single one. I listen to my recording when I edit it. That's it. You listen to your whole track. Yeah. It's a, well, okay. I mean, the parts where I talk. <laughs> wow. I got to I gotta go through and cut the stuff out. I got to know when I'm being stupid. Yeah. I do just... Uh, I want to throw it out real quick. We don't really have time to go over it. But 10 dead in Saskatchewan? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was Two terrible. Two guys go on a stabbing rampage, injure 25. Killed wow. The, the bigger one killed the little one today. Oh, did what? I? I heard they caught him. I didn't know he killed the other one. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, he, like in custody? No, no, they were on the run still, and one killed the other. Oh yikes! Mm-hmm. That's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. I assume I just assumed the big one killed the little one. I uh, I don't know which one killed. <laughs> no, no, it one, is the bigger honestly. the bigger. Uh, I don't know if they were brothers or what, but he's the one they caught. They're brothers. Yeah, so the big one killed the little yeah. one. Shocking. Um. Yeah, I was. Jesus. I was listening to a uh, a bit about his past today. He started uh, drinking at the age of twelve, Oof. and uh, smoking and doing cocaine at the age of fourteen. Yikes! Yeah, what kind of support structure is this? Uh, that's oh, not. Yeah. That's not one. Yeah. Talk talk about institutional failings. Yeah. No excuse for ridiculous acts of violence like that right no never could excuse that but like again it's not like a rational being decided to do that you treated this person like an animal their whole life and then they fucking lashed out with the fucking cunning of a really smart animal who is really to blame the government the crown bing 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 bing. (laughs) see we come back to it yeah God, the guys upstairs are going to have a field day as we just become like a monarchist podcast. Uh, socialists have a very long and proud tradition being monarchists. It's a very smart position to adopt the uh, the traditions of your English uh, uh, ancestors and be very mendacious and cruel and fucking uh, evil when you're being uh, political. And I'm not a monarchist. And in fact, the day I think I could get away with it, I plan to kill the monarchy chop their heads off, and put them on spikes and parade them around. But until then, they're very fucking useful, and they have my allegiance wholeheartedly, right? Yeah. And that day will not be my lifetime, unfortunately, because people (laughs) are too religious and too stupid and too insipid, and so they wholeheartedly have my allegiance because they, they bind together nearly three, uh, nearly 200 million people in fucking work in common good i don't know what to tell you what what to call it it's better than what the states are doing that's what i'll call it (laughs) it's better than capitalism is your god yeah god is a better god than capitalism as it turns out (laughs) (laughs) yeah we really missed that one didn't we yeah yeah i uh yeah it is wild to me, and I, I remarked upon it all the time in papers in school. It's probably why I didn't do very well. That like most of our institutions at base, their claim to legitimacy is that we'll close the program out with this, I guess. That their claim to legitimacy is that the king is appointed by God. That's that's really all that God, yep. right? Like the crown is appointed by God, and that's the claim to legitimacy, and they get violence because of it. <laughs> Yep. It's very circular and short. They were picked by God, and since you don't want to piss God off, you better listen to I don't know. I don't think... I think God maybe... I think you're lying. I think God picked me, actually. (laughs) Because I have this fancy rock that God gave to me, and if you listen... uh, Oh, oh, sorry. No, actually, only I can hear the rock, but the rock's telling me that God picked me. (laughs) So, sorry, everyone. Uh, I get to be the king. Uh, the monarch. You um, thank you. You should, you should go back and watch uh, uh, 
on Amazon Prime, they have the movie Cromwell, which is about the English Civil Wars. Uh-huh. And there's this uh, uh, bit at the end where they put the king on trial, and he says, uh, like, by what right can you fucking imprison a king? And it's an interesting question at that time because, like, uh, they all believe that God controls everything and God knows everything, uh-huh. right? So how can they believe that they, God put the king there and that they also have the right to kill this king that God put there? It's a very interesting religio question, right? Uh-huh. And the, uh, it's not in the movie, but in real life, uh, w- the guy, the chief judge who's running the trial call, uh, says to him, you are... Uh, elected to this position sir and it's like god put you there but it is only to test you there yeah it's nothing sacrosanct about the position right kingdoms fall all the time throughout history kind of thing it's just like so true yeah you failed the mandate of heaven yeah but i uh who cares what they actually about all that right but I like to think about it as little ants having little fucking spasms of nonsense and they produce a society out of that, right? That's what the kingdom is. These millions of ants running around having delusions about a god that isn't there and happening to produce something of worth out of it. Art, culture, (laughs) power, and things like that. Yeah. Well, before you get going on ants again, uh, we're over an hour, so... uh... Yeah, we can let it go. Oops. We let it go. We're not working for free. Yeah, bye, everybody. See ya. <laughs> Catch ya. Sorry, I left Seinfeld on. Um, yeah, that's why I wanted to wrap things up. It's it's starting. Uh <laughs>